The following podcast contains adult material. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pearl clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for joining me for episode 23 of season three of There Are No Nice Guys. I had season three all planned out, y'all. Today's episode was supposed to be about basic dating advice, but after being active in the dating scene recently, since I've been vaccinated and in the clear, and mostly still like on the dating apps, I've discovered something that I need to share with you now. And that is, generally speaking, men are not ready to date. Just because men are vaxxed, they think they're ready to date, but no, uh, no, 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 no. They're not mentally ready to date. And how do I know this? Because I'm seeing the fucking pattern firsthand. From really bad dating bios and profiles to actually interacting with women, men are not ready to date. Mentally, they're not ready. And so I felt this phenomenon that I discovered just warranted a special episode. It's an emergency episode, if you will. Look, I've said this from day one, the whole reason for There Are No Nice Guys is to help single women feel less alone. And I know I'm accomplishing that because just the other day, I picked up a new Twitter follower and listener who specifically said to me, I'm just glad to know I'm not alone. You're not alone. We're all in this together and we're all having the same experiences. Amigas, you're not crazy. Men really are behaving as though they're not ready to date. And in a moment, I'm going to give you some examples. But I just want all of you single women who, like me, are vaccinated and eager to get back to dating, to receive the affirmation and confirmation you need. You're right. Men are not ready to date. And if you've been, if you've been hesitant to get back to dating, stay leery, ladies, and be warned. Maybe give it a couple of months. Let's see if men get their shit together. But today we are talking about men are not ready to date. Okay, so here are some stories and examples to help you understand what I mean when I say that men are not ready to date. 
Now, there was Chris on Twitter. Chris was just a Twitter follower. Every now and then he would DM me. Nothing inappropriate. Definitely was not an interest for me. And if he was interested in me, he certainly didn't make it seem that way. If anything, it seemed he was interested in conversation. He, he wasn't flirtatious. But I tweeted, I don't know, something about dating, something personal about my dating experience, something about selection. And he tweeted back at me, when you're ugly like me, there's no real selection. Now, that's just like fucking pathetic. And I, of course, wanted to let him know, one, I wasn't going to go, oh, no, you're really cute, because I think that might be what he was looking for. And I fucking hate that shit. Two, though, I wanted him and anybody else reading this to understand that's a fucking bad attitude. That's what makes a person unattractive. It ain't about your fucking looks. It ain't about your fucking dad bod or six pack abs, depending on what you fucking look like. Having a bad attitude about yourself makes you fucking unattractive. So I told him, I said, hey, look, it's that attitude that's getting in the way of your dating. It's not your looks. So he DMs me. Can't just fucking DM me and have a conversation with me. Has to send me a picture of himself with his ex-wife, who, by the way, was gorgeous. Him, not so much. I'll be honest with you. Not a great looking guy. Not ugly. Not terribly, terrible looking. Uh, Definitely not my type. Um, Just, you know, average white guy. Typical average white guy. Nothing special. But he lets me know when he was married He thought he was irresistible to women. I don't know why the fuck he thought that. Who the fuck told him he was irresistible to women? Most men are not irresistible to women. And you know what, ladies? Most of us are not irresistible either. Like, we're all just fucking people. Like, get over ourselves, right? So he tells me he used to think he was irresistible to women, but now he just doesn't feel that way about himself. So what do I do? Again, I'm not going to affirm his fucking looks. I think that's what he was looking for. I'm not fucking doing that. I tell him to go see a therapist. I mean, seriously, I don't think the dude's crazy. Fuck, I've seen therapists. You know, I may go back to seeing a therapist again someday. Who knows? Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Just means that there's something within your psyche that is blocking your ability to love yourself, love others, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, um, achieve your goals right? Sometimes we just have mental blocks. He obviously is feeling down in the dumps about his looks. Went on to tell me that the reason he knows he's ugly now is because um, of the women who are hitting on him or who he is matching with, like as though they're not pretty enough. Like that was his affirmation of his looks. Well, you know, the women aren't, who are interested in me aren't of the usual quality, that he had in the past. I was like, fuck you. Who makes you think you're so fucking special? Maybe these ladies really are beautiful and you're just not giving them a shot because you think you're such hot shit and you're not. So I tell him, go see a therapist. What does he do? He fucking blocks me. I mean, what a fucking little baby. I mean, seriously, dude is not ready to date. Oh, I also told him, you know, you need to see a therapist and you're not ready to date. So that's when he fucking blocked me. But I was right. He's not ready to date. Then there's Mike on Facebook. Now, Mike is a former coworker, and he's, he's, you know, never been inappropriate with me. Um, he, he's fine. He's, he's a perfectly fine, normal person. 
But he leaves me a message on Facebook out of the blue. I guess he just discovered my podcast. And he's like, are you kidding me? No nice guys. I feel like I get punished for being a nice guy. I mean, what the fuck ever. Fucking hate when guys do that. The moment you have to call out that you're a nice guy, you probably aren't. Again, I've never had any bad incidences with Mike. Don't see any reason why he wouldn't be a nice guy. But when he fucking says that, I'm like, eh, questioning him. So I don't even reply to the message. But here's the hilarious part. We're part of an alumni group for the people who worked where we previously worked together. He's in this alumni group asking for help for a place to stay and a job. And apparently, so Mike is homeless and jobless. Now, that's fine. That doesn't make Mike a bad person. But why the fuck is he even thinking about dating? Why the fuck does he care about my podcast or whether or not he's a nice guy and women see him as a nice guy? Like dating should be the furthest thing from from his mind, okay? It's like, Mike, you need a roof over your head and a job and then you can think about dating. But Mike is that guy who's like not ready to date. Get your shit together. Don't be on the dating scene. Now, there's also Serg. I'm not sure if it's Serg or Serge, but it's spelled S-E-R-G. He and I matched on Tinder. Now, Serg, again, not generally my type of guy. Again, average looking. You know, I like guys that are really handsome. That's just me. Um, Call me shallow. I don't give a fuck. I'm just having fun. I like really, really handsome men. Like Avengers handsome men. Serg is definitely not an Avengers handsome guy, but every now and then I like to go ahead and try and give a guy who's average looking, um, out of my comfort zone, um, a chance, especially if he acts and behaves like a gentleman, which Serg started off doing. Don't they always do? They start off as gentlemen that just goes downhill from there. This is why I don't like to give average guys a nice, a chance because they, they always blow it. Anyway, he super liked me on Twitter. When you super like someone on Tinder, i Tinder, not Twitter. When you super like someone on Tinder, it like um, highlights their profile as blue, right? So he didn't just swipe right on me. He super swiped right on me. Whatever. It's kind of fucking stupid, but at least it makes the profile stand out, right? Then he also left me what's called a swipe note. And that may be a premium thing that you can only do if you're paying for Tinder. I use the free stuff and I would never never leave a note anyway. But a swipe note is like, I can read the note. It's personal. So we didn't match, but that allows him to get a message to me, even though we haven't matched yet. Because on Tinder, you can't really message one another until you've matched. We're at the point where he's on the feed. We haven't matched, but I can see him highlighted in blue, which means he super liked me. And I can see he's left me a note. So I go ahead and read the note. And it was very humbling. It was like he knows that he's just an average looking guy and I'm fucking gorgeous and he's going to shoot a shot, right? And that actually does kind of warm the cockles of my heart when somebody does that. So he sends me a note like, uh, hey, um, I am just going to take a chance. I'm sure you hear this from all your suitors. He's the word suitors, which I thought was kind of cute. And uh, just let you know that, wow, you're so gorgeous. So I was like, okay, I mean... I hear, wow, you're gorgeous all the time. Yeah, but again, he's average looking. He's shooting his shot. He's being a gentleman. At least give him a chance to like, you know, talk to me. So I swipe right on him and we match. And he right away again humbles himself. Oh my God, thanks for the vote of confidence. You're actually leaving me a message, blah, blah, blah. 
because I message right away when we match. I don't like wait for them to message me first. I just go ahead and message right away. We're having a conversation and it's going well. He's not being over overly sexual with me. He's not being too flirtatious, aggressive, none of that. Um, but he does ask if we could take it off the app and start texting. So I do. I fuck up. I didn't ask him for his last name. Should have fucking asked for him for his last name before I gave him my phone number. So now he's got my phone number. We're texting and I ask him for his fucking last name. Motherfucker wouldn't give me his last name. He says, um, I don't share my last name with women I haven't met. And especially if I haven't even seen them naked yet. What a fucking dirtbag, douchebag piece of shit. So I tell him, you know, you, because I gave him my last name to make him feel comfortable to give me his. So I say, okay, so you have my phone number and my last name. I feel uncomfortable. And you making a naked joke just made it worse. We're definitely not a match. So from there, I tell him, I don't know, bye, enjoy Las Vegas, because he just moved here, and I block him. Um, again, Serg is not ready to date. He doesn't know how to socialize with women correctly. And he's not ready to be transparent. For whatever reason, he couldn't share his last name. To me, that indicates he's hiding something. Huge red flag. So he's definitely not ready to date. He's a really good example. Here's a good one from my friend, Bree, of the podcast, Keeping It Casual. If you're not listening to Keeping It Casual, highly recommend wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, do a search for Keeping It Casual. And Bree tweeted, but the, the episode's out, so you can actually go listen. But she tweeted out how um, they go over an email. They read like an audience member's email for advice. Um, on this episode. So it's episode 142 of Keeping It Casual. Basically, dude shows up to the first hookup date and with a backpack filled with sex toys. Filled with sex toys. And yeah, it was a hookup date, sure. But they hadn't discussed sex toys. Ladies, you know, we need to have these discussions first. Like, you know, the eating of ass, sex toys, Anal. These are things we discussed previously. Like, there's, there, you negotiate this shit. You don't fucking show up to your first date hookup, even if it's, even if you've agreed that it's going to be a hookup and there's going to be sex. You don't just show up with a motherfucking backpack filled with sex toys. What the fuck is wrong with that, dude? You have to go listen to one forty two. Keeping it casual podcast. Go listen to it. They discuss it. M- men are not ready to date. Men are just not ready to date. So now I want to uh, angle this portion of my rant, my podcast rant. Um, to the men, specifically, as if I haven't already been doing that. But no, I want to address men directly. And I know men listen to this podcast, even though it's for women. I think sometimes you guys just like the abuse. So man, before you hit the dating scene, ask yourself these questions, please. Is your dating bio filled out completely? 
No, well, you're not ready to date. Do your dating profile pictures consist of photos of you holding a fish? Wearing sunglasses in every fucking picture? Pictures of you with other women? Or a picture of you naked or not wearing a shirt? Yes, you're not ready to date. Go fix your fucking bio. Go listen to my previous episode where I talk about dating profiles. I think it was number 19. Are you still in a relationship? Is it possible there's a woman out there who thinks you're still in a relationship with her? You're not ready to date. Are you homeless? You're not ready to date. Do you have drama in your life? Maybe you're struggling financially. A lot of people have been during the pandemic. It's nothing to beat yourself up about. But if you're, if you're struggling financially, if you're looking for a job, if you're feeling anxious about your life, maybe you just went through a breakup. Listen, you're not ready to date. Don't use dating as a distraction from the problems you have in your life. That's not fair to the women that you're dating. Please go focus on your life and focus on yourself. And then join us when you've fixed your problems. You're not ready to date. Are you desperate to get laid? Are you desperate for love? Are you just plain fucking desperate? You're not ready to date. Are you ready to be completely transparent and forthcoming about your job, about where you live, about your last name, about your social media? Are you ready to be transparent about your vaccination status, your STD status, your true height Are you ready to be transparent and honest about what you're looking for? Hookups versus a relationship? Are you ready to be honest about your political leanings? If not, all of those things make you uncomfortable. You're not fucking ready to date. Ladies, if you're talking to a man who doesn't seem ready to be transparent, drop him like a fucking grenade and run the other direction. He's not ready to date and you don't need to waste your fucking time. Men, are you ready to have conversations? Jesus Christ. Like messages via whatever dating app you've matched with her and converse with her on that app. Like ask questions about herself? Answer her questions. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to take it off the app and continue the conversation and let the conversation continue to evolve and become deeper? Are you ready to talk on the phone or have a FaceTime or video chat? Are you ready to talk in person? Like in person on an actual fucking date? If not, you're not ready to date. Men, are you ready to keep the momentum going? If you're just going for a one-night stand, be upfront about that. 
But if you're looking for something that is ongoing with the woman, whether that's casual, no strings attached, or a full-blown relationship, are you ready to keep the connection going? Stay in contact. Keep the momentum building. Are you ready for that investment of time and emotion? If not, you're not ready to date. Stay home. Work on yourself, build your confidence, build your patience, build your ability to be self-aware and empathetic toward the women who date you. Lastly, man, ask yourself this. Are you ready to speak to and treat a woman respectfully? Keep your dick in your fucking pants and not send pictures of it? Not Ask for nudes. Be available to meet in public. Have money to pay for that meetup date. Be communicative and available for getting to know one another. Are you ready to spend time together with the person you've matched with? If all of this sounds like too big of an emotional investment and especially an investment of time for you, You're not ready to date. I'll tell you what you are ready for, though. If all of those things matter to you, transparency, investing time, keeping the conversation going, it sounds daunting, daunting, daunting. You don't want to do it, but you still want to date. You know what you're ready for? You're ready for a professional escort. The Venn diagram of men who use dating apps like they're a mail order catalog and the men who complain that the only women matching with them are paid escorts is a complete fucking circle. You're not ready to date, but you are ready for professional escort. And if that's not what you want, because I know all you motherfuckers are complaining about it because I see it on Tinder, on Bumble, on Hinge. You're all complaining about the professional escorts or the sugar babies who are hitting you up. If you don't want to be a target for escorts and sugar babies, then you need to invest yourself wholly, completely, and honestly into the dating process. Because those of us who aren't professional escorts, we're looking for genuine connections with men. And that's okay if they're casual encounters or serious relationships. Those of us who are on these dating apps, we're looking for real, genuine connections. We're taking the time to build transparent, authentic dating profiles and bios. And we're willing to take the time to converse and lower our walls and our guards so you can get to know us. And if you can't reciprocate that investment. Start saving up your nickels and dimes, fuckers, because you are better off with a professional escort who doesn't need to get to know you, doesn't need to know a goddamn thing about you. And she will show up to please you and leave you alone after the seven minutes it takes for you to be done with her. My single female friends, I don't want to discourage you from dating. I don't want to scare you. 
I have three reasons for why I'm doing this particular episode. One is that I want the concept of men not being ready to date to be something we're all thinking about. I want this to be a real concern, not something that you're losing sleep over, but something that you're cognizant of, you're aware of it. It's on your radar. I want men to take a good, long, hard look at themselves and be honest. And if you see that you're not ready to date, please stop polluting the dating scene with your presence. Get your shit together and rejoin the rest of us when you're ready to be presentable, transparent, honest, respectful, and available to invest the time and emotion required to date. And I want women to spot men who aren't ready to date and reject them. If they won't remove themselves from the dating scene, let's collectively reject these fuckers until they do. What the fuck did men do during the pandemic? Watch porn? We women, we worked on ourselves. We established new careers. We had to, some of us. We read a lot of self-help books. So many self-help books were read during the pandemic by women. We bonded with our friends, our family, ourselves. A lot of us gained weight, sure. But as a result, a lot of us are now starting new healthy lifestyles. Some of us moved. We got new places. I bought a fucking home. Others, we we launched passion projects. Hell, I started the podcast during the pandemic. Men, work on yourselves mentally. Don't join the dating scene until you're ready to be respectful, transparent gentlemen who are as interested in our comfort, our safety, our pleasure as you are interested in yours. And women, don't entertain men who aren't ready to date. The moment they show a level of disrespect, immaturity, or just plain rudeness, delete, unmatch, and block, and maybe even report his ass if it's warranted. I want to end on a good note, and that is that I have had some good matches, some good experiences since I've gotten back into dating. I had a great outdoor date with a guy not too long ago. We made out. I let him finger me in the swimming pool. It was fun and he's a great guy and it's, it's casual and it's no strings attached and it's respectful. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him again and having more experiences with him. I've had a few phone dates with a man. I haven't met him yet, but we had some phone dates. Again, respectful. It wasn't phone sex. Uh, we talked, got to know each other. Another time we actually like watched a movie together. It was sweet. It was romantic. It was respectful. And hell, today I just matched with a really cute guy on Hinge. Haven't really had a chance to chat a whole lot with him or obviously we haven't met. We just matched. But some experiences are going to be good. It's just unfortunate that it's a handful compared to the many experiences you're going to have and going to encounter with men who are not ready to date. So just be aware of it. Be aware of what's going on right now. Men are not ready to date. Hopefully that will change soon. Stay safe. And join me next week when I interview my friend, Michelle Frechette, as we discuss dating red flags. See you then.